This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner, and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show. I am joined this week by my buddy, the good-looking, sunburnt, sunburnt, Brad Allen, crowd goes wild. <laughs> Wait, where's my applause button? There we go. Crowd goes wild. I like that. Let's do that every week. Yeah, that's our entrance, right? Yeah. Maybe yeah. we should have that when we walk in the building each day, like everybody yeah. applauding. Yeah, it starts the day off right. <laughs> right. You know? Good you stuff. Doing? Memorial Day weekend, Brad. Love it. Yeah, I think, think it's just a great time to really, you know, think about, you know, all of the incredible you know, people that have given that ultimate sacrifice and the families that have lost people just, you know, so we have the freedoms that we have. Um, I think that's so important and often forgot about it and should really be thought about, you know, outside of just this one day. Mm-hmm. You know, we have in our lobbies, Brad, a, you know, those baskets of the little army men and we have a little note just reminding people to think about, you know, folks that, that and families that have been affected by, you know, other family members kind of making that ultimate sacrifice for us as Americans. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody out there for their service. That's for sure. But it's a great time to think about that, get together with family and friends and, yeah. you know, enjoy each other. Time, uh, you know, life is short. That's for sure. I hear you. And, and we're in Wisconsin here, so the, 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 the weather finally turned around. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know we got listeners from all over the country, and nowadays we have clients from all over the country. And mm-hmm. um, But uh, it, the weather has finally turned here. Any any specialties at the Allen household on the grill or anything this uh, weekend? No, nah, little kids, hot dogs, and bologna sandwiches you know. oh boy you guys for are... me though you know i'll get a nice steak and steak get the nice the nice sea salt on it and does your wife get one or is that just for you yeah yeah okay. she's more of a chicken chicken she chicken. Likes chicken she don't like the the beef stuff but I, that's all i eat she's been really beef. working out her i got to see her the other day I she's know. really she's been hitting getting hard. after Proud it of her yeah, yeah. And now she's going, well, did you work out today? <laughs> <laughs> did you, Brad? I did not. <laughs> nope. nope. Did not. Nope. A little relaxing this weekend. Huh? Right. I mowed the lawn, though. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's working out. Maybe right? you switch to a push mower, then you get a workout. Huh? Yeah, that's too much of a workout. Yeah, that's yeah. a big yard you got there. Yeah, a lot of hills. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. A great topic this week, Brad. Uh, you know, I want to talk a little bit about just some ideas and concepts on how to unlock talk tax savings and how to be a little bit more strategic with what I call forward-looking tax planning. And and I think that's so critical to think about, and it's something most people don't think about. Most people hear tax planning, tax strategies, imagine you're sitting in a car, right? And, And most people think about tax you know, preparation when we bring up this topic, right? And and the analogy I like to use is if you're sitting in your car, if you're looking in the rear view mirror, looking backwards, that's tax preparation, right? You go to your accountant, your CPA, your tax preparer, your enrolled agent, and their job, he or she is supposed to do the best job they can on looking backwards over the last year and trying to reduce your taxes, dot all the I's, cross all the T's, get it done appropriately, Right. What we're talking about, that's important, and there's nothing wrong with that, but what we're talking about is forward-looking tax planning. What are the strategies we can put in place so if we had the ability to jump in that DeLorean, right? Remember that that movie, Brad, the DeLorean? We time travel. Love it. And imagine we could go to that final, you know, moment or year while while we're, you know, still on this earth, 
and we could look backwards. We're talking about how can we be on that day looking backwards and saying we paid less taxes over these decades. That's what we're really trying to do. So we're looking out the front window of that car on some forward-looking tax planning, and that's really critical when it comes to retirement. Think about the government spending. It's on the rise. Federal debt is skyrocketing over $31 trillion. So many people are concerned about this, understandably, because that can lead to higher taxes in the future. We know taxes are going up. If you remember the 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act, that expired. Excuse me, that expires at the end of 2025. So January 26, it's going up. So right now we have historically low tax rates we're enjoying, and those can be a powerful tool for creating future savings. So you want to make sure you're making the most of them, and you want to be careful you're managing withdrawals from different types of retirement accounts. You want to consider the timing of Social Security benefits and incorporating other tax-efficient strategies to really help you preserve more of your hard-earned retirement assets. And if you're concerned that effective tax planning might be missing, that's something that we can do to help. That's one of our stops on our five-stop retirement-ready roadmap that we can assist you with. It's really critical, Brad, to understand investments alone are not enough. You say it better than I do. You always ask people, do you have a portfolio or do you have a plan? Really important question. And let's start, I guess, start at the top, Brad. You know, what, what, what are we talking about? What is retirement planning that includes the strategic tax planning? Yeah, you know, a lot of people, like you just said, they, they have a portfolio, right? They've been putting money into their 401k their whole life. They built up their accounts and they feel pretty comfortable that they have enough money to retire. But that's not a plan, right? A, a plan involves how do you take money out, income planning, tax strategies, all these different things outside of just just the investments. So when you're planning for retirement, there's all these different things you need to think about, like the investments, what kind of income you're going to have, when to take social security, maybe you're lucky enough to have a pension, and uh, what do the withdrawals from the retirement accounts look like. But unfortunately, traditional planning often overlooks these important tax considerations, which can result in unexpected tax bills during your retirement. You know, changes in tax brackets during retirement can catch you off guard. They can affect your overall financial health in the long run. And to help avoid any unexpected tax surprises, it's essential to carefully evaluate how different retirement assets and income streams can work together when you plan accordingly. And to keep things in check and make sure you're not paying more taxes than you need to, it's a good idea to create a plan for tax efficiency. And that that just means being strategic about when and how you withdraw from the various retirement assets. It can make a big difference in how much you end up owing the IRS from year to year, but it could make an even bigger difference later on down the road in how much money you have along the way and how much money would stay with your family later on down the road, right? I, I meet so many people, Tony, where, you know, it's great, but, the, you know, everything they have is all tax-deferred money. The, the, the 401ks, the 403bs, the traditional IRAs, they've been pouring money into these accounts and they're very big accounts, but they haven't paid any taxes yet. And I, will, I always tell people, you know, I, I meet so many people here in Wisconsin and, and all around the country on, the, on, you know, virtual meetings and all these things. And a lot of the people that I meet, once they get to their 70s, they're in a higher tax bracket at that point than any time throughout their life. 
because they haven't planned for the taxes. They've been doing tax, uh, you know, taxes on a, a yearly basis, but they haven't done tax planning, looking ahead in the future. What can you do today that's going to have a big impact later on down the road? And we know taxes are going up in a couple of years. 2026, they're scheduled to go back up. So not only are, are a lot of the retirees in a higher bracket because of their income, but those brackets are also going to be higher. So we want to take a look at, you know, what can we do that's going to have a big impact uh, from a from a tax perspective later on? And I can't stress this enough, Brad. You know, I, I think, you know, the standard process, I think you sit down with a, f- a financial advisor, a good fiduciary. He or she's probably going to review your portfolio, maybe make some suggestions. You know, maybe your risk isn't aligned. Maybe you're taking more risk than you think. Maybe you're not taking enough risk. You know, maybe there's what we call portfolio inefficiencies. That's when you're taking risk in a portfolio, but not necessarily getting the return that should be associated with that level of risk. Hopefully, they're doing some fee analysis where they're looking at what you're paying in your accounts, both the management fees and the internal costs of your funds. And that's kind of SOP, standard operating operating procedure, right? But what what's often missing is this tax planning. And although that portfolio stuff is important, and of course, like everyone else, we're going to do that. And oftentimes, we can affect some change there where we can really see a big change and is in this forward-looking tax strategies. It's not uncommon that we meet a couple early in retirement or, or zooming in on retirement, and we can implement a tax strategy plan that can sometimes save them six figures or more over a 20, 30, 40-year retirement. So this isn't just some little thing that maybe saves you a couple hundred bucks. You know, I mean, we're talking about, so. and let's say you're one of those couples where we can't do six figures. Maybe it's only 50000 Maybe ask yourself, what could you do in your retirement with an additional $50,000? You know, where I come from, Brad, you know, my mom built small uh, engines for lawnmowers. Dad was a welder. That's a lot of money, mm-hmm. right? And, and what could you do with that money over your retirement is the question. This is substantial savings. And, and you know, we always talk about there's two types of taxes. There's mandatory and there's optional. A lot of people are paying optional taxes. They don't have to pay. Right. So we want to create a plan where you're really focused on just paying those mandatory taxes. And Brad, this is a big area. And I I know it's an area you're really well versed in in Social Security. And we talk a lot about Social Security strategies, how to get more out of it. But a lot of people don't think about taxation of Social Security. And, And is that something that I'm just, you know, kind of a victim to or do I have any control over that? Yeah, I'll ask a lot of uh, when we teach classes around the area here, I'll ask the question, is your Social Security, be, is, it, is it taxed? And most people have My no favorite idea. answer, what people say, how can it be taxed, Brad? It was a tax. Wasn't that taken out of my payroll or how's that work? It's so nice to tax it twice, right? Um, but when it comes to timing your Social Security benefits, there's a lot to think about based on your unique situation. And now you can start drawing Social Security as early as 62. And a lot of people do, right? They don't want to wait. I, I meet so many people that say, hey, I, I don't want to wait for this thing. I don't know how long I'm going to live. So I'm going to turn this thing on and get the most out of it in the long term. And, and fair enough, right? But, but keep in mind, you only get 70% of what your full benefit would be if you take it at 62. Now, your full benefit, whether you're 66, 66 in six months, or 67, depending on your birth date, that is 100% of your benefit. And then you can wait a little bit as well if you don't want to take it at that time. Social Security goes up 8% per year from your full retirement age until 70. So I often see that people will want to wait as long as possible, and, and you know they'll get a bigger benefit, but there's also what they call a break-even point. 
You know, how long does it take you to recoup what you would have gotten had you taken it earlier? Now, there's reasons, spousal benefits, survivor benefit reasons. There's a lot of reasons to maybe wait, but one of those reasons to wait would be from a tax perspective. You know, if you retire at 62, maybe you don't turn Social Security on right away. You have to think, when you retire, you go into the lowest tax bracket of your life at that point because your income from work just dropped off. There's no income anymore. So maybe it would be a better idea to draw from the 401k or a traditional IRA first because every dollar you take out of those accounts, you have to pay taxes on, but you're in the lowest tax bracket you'll ever be in again at that point. And then all the while, Social Security is guaranteed to go up in the background. The other thing to think about is spousal benefits. You know, the higher of the two Social Securities is the one that stays when one spouse passes. So oftentimes you want to let one grow and that's going to be there for the remaining spouse later on down the road. So I always tell people it's not when you take Social Security, it's how does that Social Security affect the other assets that you have. You have to think Social Security is kind of like an IRA, right? You've been pouring money into it your whole working career. It's been coming out of every paycheck you get, and now you have to figure out how to take that money out and how it works with everything else that you have. So, Tony, we have some some Social Security programs in the office. That's part of the the overall plan because it's such a big piece of that plan. Um, It is worth sitting down to see, okay, out of the 500 different ways I can take Social Security, what is the best for my unique situation? Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement-ready roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. Really important to think about. And if someone's tuning in from a different, you know, Brad, I get to see the numbers and Sometimes it's, it's a little bit overwhelming. You know, we get people that listen to podcasts from all over the country and maybe you're tuning in from a different area saying, well, boy, I'm not, you know, I don't live in the part of the country that, that you guys at Drake and Associates do. Today with the virtual tools, we have so many clients from all over the country, some of which we've never met in person. We can conduct our reviews, you know, everything this way. And if you're saying, yeah, I'm just not super comfortable with that either. Listen, I I empathize, you know, kind of three, four or five years ago, a couple of years before COVID, when we started having to do this because we were getting requests from families around the country. I wasn't very comfortable either, if I'm frank with you. But, you know, it's amazing how quickly you get comfortable with it and you can create that relationship with your advisor and and really have a great experience that way. So we'd be happy to do that with you and and uh you know we'd love to talk to you and walk you through that process and you know brad when we think about kind of our tax system in the united states i think of it as three buckets and i'm generalizing a little bit but most americans have the vast majority of their wealth in their pre-tax retirement account 401k ira that's called the ordinary income tax bucket and you got the benefit of putting that money in pre-tax It grows tax deferred, but then every dollar that comes out is taxable, right? Every dollar. 
And generally, for most of us, those are the higher tax rates, the ones that we don't want to be paying. Then that second bucket is what I call a non-qualified bucket. Think of this as your capital gain stuff for stocks, bonds, mutual funds, things of that nature. For the most part, if you hold it a year longer, you get a preferred what's called long-term capital gains rates. For most Americans, that's 15 or 20%. Could be as low as zero, could be as high as 23.8, right? And then we have that last bucket, Brad, tax-free, my favorite. But kind of all kidding aside. The idea, you know, most Americans we meet, if you think about your money filling up those buckets, they have a massive pre-tax, you know, kind of ordinary income tax bucket that's got a big old IRU stamp from, from the IRS. So how do we at a minimum try to make those buckets more equal or can we get more money into that tax-free bucket? And that's really when we think about what I call asset location, Brad. Yeah, you know, often most of these kind of shows, when you look at the financial podcasts and those, they're, they're, they're talking about asset allocation, not necessarily asset location, right? And asset location has to do with along the way while you're saving, what type of accounts are you saving in? You know, maybe you're in your 20s right now and you're just starting to work and you're just starting to put money away and you might want to start putting money into a Roth as much as you can in, in your Roth 401k, right? Because you're, you're going to pay the taxes up front when you put that money in, but it's tax-free for the rest of your life and you have that kind of time on your hands. That is, that is a, a great thing right there, right? But most people, when they get to retirement age, and they've saved all their money in uh, tax-deferred accounts, they're like, okay, well, I, I can't go back, right? I, I can't go back in the past and change it to Roth, so what can I do now? And that's where some of those strategies like Roth conversions can come into play. You know, if somebody retires, or even if they're still working, taxes are just lower today than what they're going to be in the future, right? We know taxes are going up, so what can you do today to maximize uh, what it looks like later on down the road. And in a Roth conversion, the idea of taking money out of an existing account that you have, paying the taxes on it now, and converting it over to a Roth. So over the last couple of years, you know, taxes went down in 2017. And ever since then, we've been trying to convert as much as possible to Roth IRAs for clients. And even if they're still working, maybe they're in the 22% the tax bracket. Right. And that bracket goes up to uh, a certain amount. And that bracket is scheduled to go back up to 25 percent after 2026. So let's say they have $100,000 of income coming in for the year. The top of that bracket's about 178000 So they could do a, a $78,000 Roth conversion that year and still stay in the same tax bracket that they're in, but they're maximizing that tax bracket. And now they have money that's in a Roth that they never have to pay taxes on again. Right. So that's going to lower their required minimum distributions later on down the road. It's going to keep them in a more favorable tax bracket for the rest of their life. Not to mention any money that goes to their beneficiaries later that's in a Roth IRA goes tax free to the kids or the beneficiaries, whoever that might be. So there's a lot of reasons to think about asset location. But one of the biggest reasons is just like I said earlier, a lot of people find themselves in a, in a very high tax bracket in retirement. But having that asset location kind of plan in place is going to what's going to help prevent that. And there's some other strategies as well, Brad. we're not going to have time to get into all of them. But there's also some great 
charitable strategies you can use. These can often be at times used in conjunction with some of these Roth conversion strategies because the argument to the Roth conversion, of course, right? And this is sometimes, sometimes we get a brand new family that comes on board, right? First tax season rolls along. They have a great account they've been using for 10 years. Great. Although we have, you know, taxes right here in house, no need to step on the toes if you have a great relationship. And I get a call from that account. What did you do to Bob and Mary, right? Their taxes were only this, and now you made them that, right? And and then I have to explain to the CPA kind of what we're doing, why we're, and you can kind of see a light bulb going on. They say, well, maybe we should be doing this for more of our clients. Right. <laughs> Pretty good idea. But, but, you know, that is the downside. If we do this, you're increasing taxes in the current year. But what I want people to think about is, is to your point, Brett, it's just a matter of when you're paying them. I'll give you an example. Let's say we had couple A and couple B. Couple A came in, had a $100,000 IRA. We converted the whole thing to a Roth. And let's just say, hypothetically, they were in a 20% bracket, right? So 20000 goes to the IRS. And you're saying, oh, holy goodness, Tony, $20,000 going to the IRS. All I have is 80000 left in my Roth, right? Understandable argument, right? Couple B comes in and says, you know what, Tony, I just, I like seeing that 100000 on my statement. I try to convince them it's not really their money. They're going to pay lower rates now, but they say, you know what, I just like to keep it. And now we fast forward five years. Couple A comes in and says, Tony, great news. We've decided we're going to travel the country. We want to buy a motor home, $80,000. Great. Let's use the road. We take it out, no taxes. Couple B comes in and says, Tony, great news. We want to travel the country. We want to buy a motor home. It's going to cost $80,000. Great. Let's take that $100,000 out. We'll send $20,000 to Uncle Sam, and you're left with $80,000. Somebody explain to me the difference, right? That money was never really ours if you need to use it, so why not control when and how we're paying it? But one of the strategies we can use, Brad, is using these charitable strategies. One of the big changes in that 2017 Tax Cut and Jobs Act was most of us lost the ability to deduct our charitable contributions because the standard deduction went up so high, right? And there's a couple simple strategies. One of them is called a QCD, Brad, or a Qualified Charitable Distribution. Yeah, so if you're uh, RMD age already, so if you're taking required minimum distribution. Or even, Brad, now remember, only 70 and a half. You don't even have to beat RMD age yet. Yeah, Yeah. so if you don't know, it used to be 70 and a half. That's when you had to start taking required minimum distributions. Then they changed it to 72 a couple years back, and and then recently here they changed it to 73, and they're in talks to change it to 75. Who knows? You can't keep up with it, right? But right now it's 73 years old. So uh, let's say you like to give money to church or charity every single month or a year or however you like to do it, um, and, and you don't necessarily need the required minimum distributions. You know, a lot of people, you have to take those RMDs out every year, right? Even if you don't need it, you have to take it out to pay taxes on it. If you don't do it, there's a penalty for taking money out, you know, or not taking it out, plus the amount you were supposed to take out. So it, it's just something you have to do every year. But you could send the money from the RMD directly to a charity or church every single year, and it'll count as an RMD that you're taking out, but it won't count as income for the year. You know, with the new tax codes back in 2017, a lot of people are having to do just a standard deduction, right? You can't itemize a whole lot anymore. So this is a way to get that money to the church or charity or whatever it is in the most tax-friendly way possible. So it's something that if you, you, if, if, 
you haven't looked at it yet or you want to talk about it, I would just give us a call. We can tell you, you can walk you through how to do something like that. Yeah, really important. There's some other great strategies, a donor advised fund, charitable remainder trust, charitable lead trust, lots of different ways we can layer these strategies to make sure it's most effective for you in your personal unique scenario. And effective tax planning is really this forward thinking approach that can help you unlock potential tax savings. And that comes with the complete comprehensive retirement ready roadmap collaborating with a knowledgeable financial advisor who understands these nuances of taxes can provide a big advantage in your overall retirement plan by being proactive and strategic and managing your taxes you might be able to save more money that can be utilized to pursue your desired retirement lifestyle Utilizing tax planning is one of these components, and optimizing this for your future is a really key component to a successful retirement. And we understand that tax planning can be complex and overwhelming, which is why our team is here to help. So don't let unexpected taxes catch you off guard. Don't miss out on these potential tax savings. Brad, I can just see the headlines now. In 2026, when rates go up, you know, the sensational media we have is going to, I can see the headlines. Ultra wealthy took advantage of the lower tax rates before they changed. I'm here to tell you, Brett, each and every one of us can do that right now. But once they're gone, they're gone. And we know those rates are going up in 2026. We'd love to help. And most certainly, we appreciate you tuning in to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.